Have you ever been walking along, just minding your own business, when something comes along and stings you? Ah, yeah, it hurt. What did I do to deserve that? It was probably a wasp or a hornet, and they're especially ornery at this time of the year. That makes me ornery, too. I'm Dave Anderson with the Forest Society. And I'm Chris Martin with New Hampshire Audubon. And this is Something Wild. In the autumn, wasps and hornets are really aggressive because that's when their nests are full of baby hornets, their larvae. Now, before we go any further, there's something we should clear up. All hornets are wasps, but not all wasps are hornets. But they're all things that fly and sting. It's kind of hard to distinguish them just by looking, but one place we can definitely see a big difference is their nests. Let's just start with paper wasps. They build open-cell, papery nests from chewed-up wood pulp or plants. And they build these naked nesting chambers under porch roofs or along the eaves of buildings. Paper wasps are pretty solitary. They build their own single nest, or they join with a few others in building a small colony. But they don't overwinter in their nest, and they don't reuse the previous year's nests. They build a new one each spring after emerging from underground. And as far as wasp nests goes... Paper wasp nests are on the small side. So who builds those basketball-sized nests hanging from trees? Well, those are more likely to be bald-faced hornets, and they're really fearsome in my experience. They pack a painful sting, and they can sting multiple times without losing the stinger. Hornets tend to be highly social, and there can be hundreds or even thousands of individuals all working together. And their nests aren't used in subsequent years? No. They're all rendered inert when the adults die off and freeze in November. And that's when nests can safely be removed. But don't bring them inside a warm building or your car if there's even a chance there are still living adults inside the nest. But in winter, they're dead and done. Some nature centers actually display old hornet nests indoors. Bald-faced hornets can remember faces. They've even been known to fly past some people in order to sting an invader to their nest. Yeah, guilty as charged here. <laughs> so when I'm mowing the yard and I get swarmed... Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a different... Those are probably ground-nesting yellow jackets. Okay, and according to UNH, there's at least nine different species of yellow jackets in New England, and they're all aggressive. Yellow jackets are hornets that nest underground. They also build paper nests the size of a soccer ball. They can be found in abandoned chipmunk burrows or in tree cavities in wood piles. Bears can smell an underground nest. And they feed on yellow jackets extensively in the early fall by digging the nests out of the ground. The young larvae are very nutritious right when bears are trying to build up their fat reserves in the autumn. New Hampshire bear rehabilitator Ben Killam described one of his famous study bears digging out ground hornet nests at a rate of 10 to 20 nests per hour. That's one nest every three minutes. The yellow jackets attack the marauding predator, of course, but the bears seem to tolerate the stinging as a trade-off for the food obtained. You may have been deceived by that image of Winnie the Pooh eating honey from bees' nests, which of course they will do if they can find a honeybee colony, but more typically, bears and skunks in forested landscapes are foraging for ground hornet nests that do not contain honey or pollen, just those fat, rich larvae. The yellow jacket workers die, and the queens overwinter alone underground. Nests succumb to a hard freeze and are not reused the next year. So what do we do? How can we coexist with wasps and hornets? Well, the number one mistake people make is messing with active nests. People try to knock them down or spray them, and that's toxic to the environment, but also ignores their ecological role. Which is? 
Well, wasps play a vital role. They control insect pests, including caterpillars, grubs, grasshoppers, and aphids. So, if there's a nest hanging from a tree, it's probably best just to let them be. For something wild, I'm Dave Anderson. See what I did there? Yeah, I did. (laughs) And I'm Chris Martin. Our producer is Jessica Hunt. Something Wild is a joint production of New Hampshire Audubon, the Society for the Protection of New Hampshire Forests, and NHPR. NHPR.